We are I. All right, everybody, it's time to harp on the fitness industry and some fellow professionals and, you know, like the internet and books and everything in general. Because um, I had a conversation yesterday that I've had, I can't even tell you how many times, and it just gets me so heated and I get so passionate when I'm talking about it. And, you know, this is when it comes down to like nutrition and, you know, like what people should be eating and the quantities and how much and, and everything. And, you know, my perspective on this, if I haven't made it clear, or if we haven't really talked about it much on the podcast before, is that I I really think that there's this completely unrealistic expectation on, like, how perfect people's diets need to be every day. Um, I think, like, the, the part that needs to be perfect is, you know, like, how much, you know, sugar you intake, you know, how much processed foods, you know, you intake, how many, like, all these bad things that, like, you shouldn't be intaking at all. Like there should definitely be like a lot of like rigid guidelines that you have for yourself and protocols that you want to follow to make sure you're not intaking these things, you know, but when it comes down to like, you know, like real, like healthy and like nutritious food, you know, stuff that our body knows how to use in abundance and, you know, knows how to process. And there's all these incredible nutrients like macronutrients and micronutrients and, you know, just everything else that's in this food. Our body knows how to digest. It knows how to process. It knows how to use. You know, so like the part that irks me behind this is that, you know, like we're all striving, you know, we got to eat, drink this, like, you know, eight to 10 glasses of water a day, you know, for every time that you train, you should be drinking about another liter on top of that to be able to replenish. You know, if you have more muscle mass on your body, you're naturally going to sweat more, you know, so you're going to perspire more. So you should be drinking a little bit more water to be able to compensate for that. Um, You know, depending on like the time of year, everybody's naturally going to perspire a little bit more. So the eight to 10 glasses in the wintertime isn't the same as the eight to 10 glasses in the summertime. It was obviously in the wintertime, we're not going to be as active. You know, we're not going to be perspiring as much to be able to cool our bodies down. So that is going to be different. You know, like we're all striving to be able to hit like these, you know, four or five or six meals a day, like on, you know, like this ketogenic diet or a paleo diet, or, you know, you're trying to fit into the small intermittent fasting window, you know, like your, your calories, I've calculated out my calories and my macronutrients should be 1200 or 1600. And I got to hit that every day. You know, I have to eat to my heritage because eating to my heritage is, you know, genetically where I'm going to have the, the the best tools in my body to be able to break down the food that I want. Like, you know, I'm Ukrainian, so I'm going to have more enzymes in my body naturally to be able to break down things like beets and potatoes and pork and everything like this is, you know, the concept or, you know, eating to your blood type because your blood type is going to determine the foods that you might have like semi allergies to and, you know, all this kind of stuff. The problem with this is though, is you take whether or not you think we've been on this planet for hundreds of years thousands of years tens of thousands of years or hundreds of thousands of years whether you think that we evolved to where we've got today or whether you think that god put us on this earth or anything along those lines life has absolutely never been that perfect we evolved into the humans that we are today the intelligent creatures and i use that very liberally in most cases that we got to this point today 
just by eating like the food that was available to us in our environment good quality food sometimes there would be an abundance of that food sometimes there wouldn't be sometimes you might go a week without eating and then you have food for a month this is the intermittent fasting principle this is the reason why there's benefits to us fasting is because food scarcity has always been real it's just not necessary real anymore like healthy food scarcity is definitely real you know because people just choose to eat crap but again this is the thing food has never been as readily available as what it is right now so you can't tell me that you know eating seven days a week of like the perfect amount of like the perfect amount of macronutrients the perfect amount of micronutrients the perfect food and everything like you can't sell it to me that that is true because we evolved over tens of thousands hundreds of thousands of years without that option without that availability so how on earth would it be relevant now it's not and on top of that you know like this superfoods categories and you know like all these things that are going to help us like yes we have like a, a human optimization category but that has absolutely nothing of what we should be doing every day and think how much stress people add on their lives because they're like well i was supposed to eat you know 1200 calories and you know i ate 1500 or i ate 800 or you know i'm not going to eat for you know three quarters of the day because you know I have a tough time meeting my macronutrient levels and this is the only system that I can you know create to be able to help cut down on the amount of food that I'm eating you know I have to set timers on my watch timers on my phone you know my Fitbit needs to remind me my Apple watch needs to remind me that I need you know to be able to drink water you know like I have a reminder how many steps I need to be able to take you know, I have a reminder that you know I have to sleep eight hours you know like I have a reminder that I'm supposed to get up from my desk I have a reminder that I'm supposed to get outside you know but like all these things think of like the underlying amount of stress that this is creating you know and this is the, the conversation this is the part that gets me heated all the time when I have this conversation with industry professionals not clients that I'm with or you know like not friends or family members that I'm talking to like different industry professionals is that there's nothing there's no way on earth ever that you can sell it to me that every day needs to be so perfect but what we do need to do is get off our phone at night stop watching Netflix and actually get some like real sleep you know because that's real you know what we need to do is definitely we need to drink water instead of just drinking coffee and just drinking tea and just drinking juice and all that kind of stuff that is real absolutely you know we need to stop eating processed foods you know foods that come in packages mcdonald's you know like kfc like all this junk stuff stuff that we know that's junk you just need to eat good quality food you know you don't need to worry i don't count my calories ever and I know tons of people who don't, who are healthy, they're in shape, they have a six-pack, they don't have a six-pack, their performance is high, their performance isn't high, their quality of life is good, but they don't count it because they just eat good quality food. That's the bottom line. You know, because of all these factors, we just make these choices, we make everything so hard on ourselves, and then we as industry professionals, when people come to us for advice, they're like, you know, okay, Blake, or person XYZ, like Dick and Jane, you know, like, I need, I need a diet, give me a diet. I'm like, okay, like, well, how much are you going to charge me for? I'm like, nothing. 
They're like, nothing. Like, well, that's so nice you do it for free. And I'm just like, well, I'm not going to do anything for free. But what I'm going to tell you is just eat healthy. Don't count anything. Don't worry about when your breakfast is. Don't worry about how long after, you know, you wake up in the morning that it is. You know, don't worry about creating an eating window. Don't worry about anything. The only thing that I want you to worry about is cutting out your sugar intake and cutting out your processed foods, and that is it. The rest of the time, go to town. You know, when it comes to cutting out sugar and, like, processed foods, like, you know, this does lump in all of your pastas, like your pizzas and all that kind of stuff. And, yes, it eliminates a lot of stuff from your diet, but what it does is it allows you freedom. The freedom to be able to make choices on your own, the freedom to be able to ditch the app, the freedom to be able to ditch the watch, the freedom to be able to ditch the reminders, the freedom to be able to ditch the notifications because you shouldn't and you don't. You don't. You literally don't. You do not need all of these things. We create a complex, extremely complicated system to be able to micromanage something that is extremely easy. The reason why it's not extremely easy is we choose to want to make nutrition hard because we want to be able to justify eating the shitty food that people choose to eat. But again, that is just your choice. You could make this all extremely, extremely easy. You know, I was talking to a friend yesterday and, you know, she was like, okay, she's like, you know, like, what did you eat today? And I was like, okay, so far I've had, you know, salmon and plantain chips. She's like, well, that sounds good. I'm like, it's actually one of the most fantastic combination of foods ever. You know, you have good quality fat, good quality protein, a good fermentable fiber, ton of nutrient value. It was just easy. It was simple. It was two different things that taste fantastic together. But no, it's not coated in sugar. No, it's not coated in a sauce. But you know what I didn't have to do? I didn't have to set a reminder. I didn't have to count my calories. I didn't have to weigh anything. I didn't have to do any of that. It was easy because I ate it. And I know my body knows what to do with those nutrients. You know, another small meal that I had was like milled flax mixed with coconut oil and peanut butter, cinnamon, and a little bit of vanilla. And you know what? Like, again, it's just really good quality fiber, really good quality fat. My body feels fantastic. My body knows what to do. It. I'm not going to get bloated. I'm not going to get irritated and inflammation in my body. My body knows exactly what to do with those tools. But again, it was simple. Did I weigh anything out? No. Did I plug anything into a calorie counter? No. You know, but how easy is it for my body to do all those things? extremely easy you know I drink coffee yes but I drink an abundant amount of water but do I ever count how much water I drink no because I'm mindful my body needs water I need to be always drinking water you know especially for me because I'm so active in the day and you know whether or not that you're in an office inactive or you know you're playing squash and teaching spin or anything like that like what I do is one thing that I know from sitting inside all day, you know, in at a desk or, you know, in a building, is that that air, it just sucks the water out of you. So arguably to me, I'm like, the people who sit at an office desk all day long, they're probably going to be more dehydrated than the person who's working out all the time because the person who's working out all the time probably is, has a general awareness that they need to be drinking water on top of that. So, you know, it comes down to like just... We as industry professionals, we got to start gut checking ourselves because we're, we're living in a system that has been created decades ago that just still isn't real. But the problem is there's too many people still stuck in that era. 
you know, still stuck in that era of the 80-20 rule where the 20 is just complete garbage. Like, yes, 80-20, but the 20 doesn't need to be pizza, Chinese food, you know, sugary drinks and chocolate bars. Like, that 80-20 rule is so old school. You know, yes, you can indulge and yes, you can have some things and absolutely, you know, but you can also make some really good choices. You know, but again, like we want to choose not to, but again, because a lot of us keep getting this information, you know, from industry professionals like me that lead you down that road and it's wrong. It's irresponsible. It is incredibly irresponsible because there's too many people pumping out content just to be able to simply get a voice out there. You know, but the thing is, it's got to be easier and it is easier. But again, we all need to be able to be on the same page. And you're going to hear and you have heard and you see a lot of opinions just like the opinion that I'm giving you right now. You know, but it might be a small opinion now, but that seed is growing. It's been planted. It's already a sprout. There's more people coming out and saying that all the time because the, the people who have the rigidity behind, you know, it just has to be this way. It has to be 1,200 calories. It has to be 1,300 calories. Like, I agree with originally calculating your macronutrients if you need that as initial base. You need the initial base just to be able to get an understanding of like, you know, what your day needs to look like. But by absolutely no means should you live your life every day by that code. You should absolutely not do that. You absolutely should be able to take that and just say like, look, I, I know. I know if, I, if I'm addicted to sugar right now, if I'm addicted to like McDonald's and all this junk garbage food, and I need to be able to know what my macronutrients are and I need to be able to calculate that out for like a day, a week, or a month or like three months to be able to help make that shift so I can slap myself in the face enough times that I can get an understanding and have control over my own life, then absolutely, absolutely do that. But absolutely do not live and die by that. Like that is going to be your life system that's going to make you successful nutritionally. It won't. It'll be to your destruction. And anybody that you seek out in my profession, in my industry, that tells you that you're going to have to do that for the rest of your life, is wrong. It is garbage. It is polluted and toxic information because it is not setting you up for success. What's setting you up for success is saying like, hey, make good choices. You know what good choices are. If you can chase it down on land, if you can dive into an ocean, a lake, or a river and pluck it out, you know, if you can plant a seed in the ground and you can grow it, then eat it. If you have to pull back some plastic wrapper or if you get it in a bag at a drive-thru, you do not want to eat it. If you get halfway through it and it seems so sweet, you don't want to keep on eating it. Or if it is so sweet that you want to have another one right away or that you crave it, you, know, you got to stay away from it. Stay away from those things. You know, we all know there's no way. I want to believe that human beings as a whole are intelligent enough to understand when you pick up that Snickers bar, you know it's bad. You know it's bad, but you want to justify that it's okay to eat. You know, and if you want to eat one every once in a while and that's your gig, that is fine. But do not for a second. It's irresponsible to you as an individual and it's irresponsible of us as industry professionals to try to convince and lie to people that that is good and it's okay. Make the choice knowing that it is wrong. And if you want to make that choice still, that is fine. But the inflammation that that is causing in your body is bad. 
And I say this from a real truth that I still do those things too. You know, but I extremely limit them. I do not want them seeping into my diet all the time. Is it easy to be able to withstand them all the time? No. But if you can put yourself out an extra day or an extra week from doing those things, that's fine. But again, also seek out other alternatives. You know, I made some cookies for me and my girls the other day that had steel-cut oats. Um, they had oat flour. They had uh, milled flax. They had dark chocolate chips, 70% dark chocolate chips. They had manuka honey. They had natural vanilla. They had cinnamon. And they had peanut butter. Like, that was the cookies. And I tell them, I look at my girls and I'm like, look, these cookies right here, there's 12 cookies on this tray. You need every single one of them if you want to because the thing is there's not only healthy ingredients in them but they're sweet enough that you want to eat them but they're not so sweet that's going to curb your satiation you're going to eat one and it's going to be okay you're going to be good and be like okay that was a cookie it might not be like this like intense intense pepperidge farms cookie you know, it's like gooey and sugary and like you're just like, you're like bah, 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 I want to eat like five of them. You know, because there's so much sugar and you can't get satiated and you just, you want to consume more. Because I challenge them, it's just eat as many as you want. You know, but they'll eat one and they'll be satisfied and they'll move on. You know, we make popsicles, you know, we're going to take um, unpasteurized goat milk and, you know, a couple bananas and again, like a little bit of cinnamon a little bit of honey, we'll blend that up till it's super, super thick, put it in the popsicle trays and put it in the freezer, and they love them, they're like, well, can I have two, can I have three, absolutely, absolutely you can, because I know in all 12 of those popsicles, there's only one and a half bananas, so it's not even like a regular popsicle where, you know, it seems like, oh, made with real fruit or real fruit juices where there might be like 15 oranges in one of those popsicles on top of the added sugar that might be on there too. And again, it's like, go to town, have your freedom, do whatever you want, but I will make that for you and I will give you the tools to be able to do that so that they understand that these are options and these are options that they will like. You know, but this is the kind of accountability that we need to be able to take as people and that we as industry professionals, we need to be telling people these things because, again, anything else is irresponsible. I would never encourage anybody in my family to count calories ever because it's just wrong. It's not something that we need to do. It's not something that we have to do. It's something that we should absolutely ditch because we don't need to do that. And again, it's irresponsible of us as industry professionals to be able to do that. So my challenge to you is, is just live your life, but live your life knowing those things. And when you come across an industry professional like me that's talking about those things, let it go in here and out the other.